Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on Art Speak Radio on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez Boyd. We have a full show. That's why I'm just tuning out the music and we're going to get go- going. But first off, I want to say buenas tardes to Mrs. Boyd's first grade class at Scuola Vita Nova. Happy to meet you all this morning. So happy to meet you all. Um, I just want to say to you, make good choices and enjoy your day. So thank you, kids and teacher, Miss Boyd. Hey, as I mentioned, we have a full a full group of artists and creative people here on, on the show today. We have writer Rhonda Ryan, artist Alan Winkler, Karen Williams, Clover Bay, and Sean Stewart, all, all ready to talk to you about what's happening in Kansas City. So let's get started first off with Alan Winkler and Artistic Director of About Kindness, Inc., Karen Williams. Good morning, my friends. Good morning. Good morning. Alan, come closer to the microphone. Closer, closer. So we know that Alan Winker, Winkler is a artist here in Kansas City, also musician with Gamelan, right? Yes. Yeah. Oop, I have you on the, do I have you on the right and, mic? And BCR. BCR, yes. Can you get a little bit closer, my friend? Yes. Yeah, there we are, there we go. Yes. But also, you have some work um, at a holiday art sale at 15529 Truce Gallery, which is uh, about Kindness, Inc. Is that the gallery that's run by? Yeah, the yeah. gallery is uh, part of Kindness, Inc., which is an art space. And uh, the name of the building is Kindness Arts KC. And, you know, the organization is fairly new. Am I right, Karen? Uh, It was actually founded in 1992 in New York City. Okay, okay. I'm not... I'm not reading my notes, am I? But it's new here. (laughs) Okay, there Uh, you go. We opened in 219 uh, with music and this writing club, and then the pandemic happened. So we closed down for a while and uh, had an outdoor music series in the parking lot in 2021, and then reopened in... uh, 2022 with art, a couple of art exhibits and music concerts. Great. And Karen Williams, I want to mention uh, uh, created and directed non-traditional works characterized by monologues, collage, ensemble, dialogue, action with video, film, and live music. Also uh, curated the Knitting Factory performance series at the Knitting Factory Music Club and hosted a DYI underground music and reading series. Um, at your loft on the Lower East Side. One of our guests today, I just found her uh, knitting in a coffee shop, uh, Clover Bay. Uh, I'm sure very interested in the knitting factory performance. But I want we do want to talk about the holiday art sale that's taking place at 5529 Truce Gallery. Tell us more, would you, Karen? Uh, this is an art sale uh, featuring Alan Winkler and Joe Kyle Morgan, who does watercolors. And um, it's just these two artists' uh, paintings by Joe and some sculptures and uh, a lot of different kinds of things by Alan. Uh, It's going on this weekend, Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday from 10 to 3. And we hope that people will stop by and, and find a gift for somebody for the holidays. I love it. Alan Winkler is a gift himself to Kansas City, I would say. Yes, 
<laughs> I said that with a straight face. <laughs> no, we love our Alan. Tell us some of the work that you have created for this show. Tell us about it. Well, I work in uh, many different materials. There's paper cutouts and metal cutouts, collages. I sew bags and hats and make sewn things on the wall and uh, just, oh, and I've made some new calendars for this exhibit. Oh, great. Showing the moon phases for next year. And it's just a mixed bag of all different kinds of things. Yeah, we love that. You know, and we were talking in the green room uh, because not only is your work going to be sold here at the Holiday Art Sale, but you have them in other places around Kansas City, right? Well, just my calendars. Your calendars, are, okay. Uh, at okay. Prospero's and Sister Anne's, and it's a beautiful day. Oh, great, great. You know, and, and I just want to quickly just mention, as I said, uh, Alan Winkler is a music, musician. Are you performing anywhere soon with Gamelan? Well, Gamelan, no. We're okay. not performing oh, anywhere. BCR. That, but I am playing with BCR at the okay. end of this month, okay. December, I think, 26th at um, the Westport Coffee House oh, Theater. Good. Oh, good. Um, you know, and while we're talking, uh, I would like for you to share, both of you to share any sort of social media platforms that you want to with our listeners. That way, as we're having this uh, conversation, they can follow along or, or take a look at uh, where you, the uh, holiday art sale is located. So if you want to share social media. Uh, well, there's a Facebook page for Kindness Arts KC, and there's also my page and the best way to get in touch with me is uh, through 5529truths to gmail.com. And I welcome artists, musicians, performers uh, who need space for a project or an event uh, to contact me. I would love to meet with you, and the more that we can make happen here, the better. Mm -hmm. And Alan? I'm on Facebook, and that's, I think, the only place to find me. Okay. Kindness Arts KC recently had a show of photographs, missing objects. Is Am I right? Uh, yeah. It was photographs, sculpture, uh, yeah. uh, some prints, and it was a thematic show uh, based on the idea of things that people had that went missing or that they got rid of because they didn't want. So it was uh, visual art and then the stories to accompany the pieces. I love that. It garnered a lot of attention. I, I know um, not only just on, on Facebook and social media, but um, I know that uh, a lot of people were really excited about that because it was a great concept. Tell us what's coming up for 2023 in Kindness Arts, if you would. Kindness Arts, Casey. So uh, the Kansas City Society of Contemporary Photography is going to have four exhibits at the building. And uh, I'm sponsoring music and art sales and, and exhibits, too. And the schedule still opens, so please contact me. And I'm also curating a follow-up exhibit to Missing Objects, um, which working title is Here's What's Missing, mm. um, and trying to bring in more local artists and different kinds of medium mediums for that. And also we're going to have a 
summer uh, art sale and a kind of a state sale. So that'll be out in the parking lot and the art sale exhibit will be indoors. Wow, that sounds great. I love it. If you just tuned in, I'm Maria Vasquez Boyd on 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. This is Art Speak Radio. We're here with you every Wednesday from noon to one. And I'm talking to Alan Winkler, musician and artist. Also, uh, Karen Williams, who is the artistic director for About Kindness or Kindness Arts KC. And we're talking not only about the holiday art sale that's coming up uh, this weekend from 10 to 3 in the afternoon at 5529 Truce Gallery. But we're talking about upcoming events and, uh, yeah, some, some, a lot of information here. Um, so, Alan, you know, as, as you mentioned, you have this, the, quite a bit of work for, uh, up for this holiday show. Beyond that, will you have another exhibition of your work anywhere in Kansas City or, or otherwise? Well, I, uh, I don't like to plan too much in <laughs> advance, so I, I don't uh, have anything planned, any yeah. more shows. Yeah. And as far as the Gamelan Orchestra, um, we practice all the time, mm-hmm. but we don't really have any scheduled gigs coming right. up. So if somebody wants us to play somewhere, let us know. But um, but no, I have I don't have anything yeah. planned. You know, and we keep saying Gamelot. If you could share with our listeners uh, the the full extent of the name and sort of what the group is about and and uh, the <coughs> music that that they perform. Oh yeah, it's music from uh, Bali, Indonesia, and um, the instruments came from Bali. And we had a teacher here who taught us how to play them. And it's uh, it's like world music. It's not your normal. American music. It's yeah, but it's really uh, interesting stuff. It's very rich and and textured and just really beautiful. And and I know that in performances, live performances that I've attended, uh, you also have some dancers that perform um, just these elegant dances along the live music. Oh, actually, I just remembered. We probably <laughs> will be playing at the Ethnic Festival, but that's oh, yeah. not yeah. till oh, yeah. August. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's always a treat to to come out and, and hear that. Um, and, and, of course, I know that we're talking about art, but I also want to mention that with the orchestra, with the gamelan, uh, the instruments are just beautiful and detailed and very ornate and just rich. Oh, they're very yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Hand-carved, intricate and the gongs are very heavy and enormous and uh, yeah. loud. Beautiful, yeah. So that's Alan Winkler, our artist, musician, uh, singer? No. Songwriter? No. Tap dancer? No. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, we love you. Uh, <laughs> just so very talented. And Karen Williams, uh, Kindness Arts KC. Uh, we're happy to have Kindness Arts KC in the community because it, I, I think you bring so much and you offer so much to the community. Yeah, we really, I, I would like to have a lot of um, community activists yeah. uh, utilize the building too. And I do want to say that um, the Gamelon Orchestra played in our parking lot mm, mm-hmm. that t- summer of 2021. And it was it was just amazing to hear such unusual and unique music on Truist Avenue. Yeah, you know, and Truist is really, uh, I, I love seeing what's, uh, that it's flourishing, that it's really come alive with 
art and energy and uh, a great renaissance in that area. So, yeah. Is there anything that we left off that you want to mention at this time as we kind of move on and and all? Ellen, you look like... I just want to mention that uh, coming up on December 26th is um, BCR will be playing at the Westport Coffeehouse Theater. Uh, We're celebrating 40 years together in Kansas City. that's crazy. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. And then once again, this art show is um, at 5529 Troost, and it's this Friday from 10 to 3 and Saturday, 10 to 3. I love it. And how about you, Karen? Do you have some? Uh, just a call to artists and performers to contact me if you need space for an event. Um, and that is 5529 truest at gmail.com or stop by and visit yeah yeah you know and and uh i I think it's just a a terrific thing to have this weekend uh the holiday art sale going on um featuring artists joe kyle morgan and our beloved alan winker winkler thank you so much for joining me today do come back promise yes Pinky swear. Thank you very much. <laughs> we love you guys. Okay. Hey, and we're going to be right back with Artspeak Radio after this. Do you ever think about the fact that just about everything you buy passes through a warehouse? Then it gets delivered in a truck to a store or your house. The people who make that happen are often members of the Teamsters Union. This week on the Heartland Labor Forum, we talked to Jerry Wood, president of Local 955, our warehouse union, and his mom, Jenny Agee, pioneer woman, trucker, and Teamster organizer. And has she got great stories? Tune in Thursday at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday at 5 a.m. Well, I guess I better do something with that old thing. Fine, honey, I'll get rid of it. Does any of this sound familiar? Well, you can turn your used-up car, boat, truck, van, or motorcycle into the programs you know and love right here on KKFI. All you have to do is go to kkfi.org, find the support tab to donate your wheels, rudders, or handlebars, or you can call 816-931-3122, ask for the development department. That's 816-931-3122, or go to kkfi.org. Thank you so much for your support, and remember, you can hear your old ride in your new one. Hey, this is Art Speak Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez Boyd on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Up next, we have Rhonda Rhine. We're talking about her latest release, her, her wonderful juvenile fiction early reader first chapter book, and we're going to talk with her about that right now. Camille Cantilla and the Silver Thorn. Yay! You said it. You said it correctly. (laughs) Great. I'm so happy that you reached out to KKFI, and uh, now we're going to talk about your book. Oh, it's really lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us um, a a bit about it. Uh, Rhonda, uh, let me back up, is an Overland Park author, and she's always enjoyed fantasy stories filled with mythical creatures living in a forest. So, in fact, she spent much of her childhood inventing characters and creating her own stories. And so now we can read those stories, right? Yes. Okay, tell us about it. Well, the story begins, um, Camille moves with her dad to a house in the woods. And her new neighborhood is the perfect habitat for mythical creatures. And then she soon meets an elf named Lila Alfonso. And Lila has the unique ability to inspire dreams. And she believes that Camille has the same talent. 
so she recruits her to be an apprentice. They embark on an adventure to free a distant civilization from tyranny, which challenges Camille to expand her imagination and skill. And it's only through her confidence and creativity that she'll be able to find the key disguised as the silver thorn to free the imprisoned land and have the dream that she needs the most. The book really praises individuality, kindness, friendship, honor, and courage, which is part of the reason why I wrote it. I love that. And I also want to say congratulations to you because uh, you were awarded the 2022 Gold First Place Medal and the Moonbeam Children's Book Competition and the Juvenile Fiction Early Reader First Chapter Book Category. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, I want to also mention that medalists were chosen from entries that came from authors and illustrators and publishers from all over the U.S. and from 22 other countries around the world. That's great. I mean, that, that speaks a lot about, about your talent and uh, the story. Thank you so much. I love that. Now, your background is uh, you have a degree in journalism, yes. right? And so... Uh, this this story is it one that that you had in your mind through your childhood, or tell us about how she. Um, there came. was one character in particular that I invented during childhood, and there it's a little figure named Monty Maple that appears in the story. So I used to make up little stories when I was a kid, and I was lucky. I had a mom that read to me a lot, and I loved reading and just making up especially the fantasy stories I like doing that and my grandparents had a lot of um, pictures on the wall and I would kind of pretend that I was inside the pictures oh, so that. if it was a painting with a, a trail I would actually feel the leaves you know walking across them and kind of hear if it was a fall picture kind of hear the the autumn leaves crunching beneath my feet um, and I also used to like to, um, you know, I'd see pictures in the clouds, and that, that theme goes in the story. So I would say I felt like I was writing this book my entire life. Um, I was, you know, heavily influenced by just being out in nature and, you know, just love stories. I love that. I love that. If you just tuned in, I'm talking to Rhonda Ryan, who is an author of Camille Cantilla and the Silver Thorn, and it's uh, a very, it's a juvenile fiction early reader first chapter book category. I do want to ask you, this is the first, do you have plans to maybe do a series or different uh, sort of adventures with Camille? Um, you know, this book was used um, for the Girl Scouts a couple of times for book club. Okay. And the little girls really wanted me to do a second one. I haven't <laughs> done it yet, uh -huh, uh -huh. but I'm thinking about it. Okay. Now, um, again, this is uh, Camille Cantilla and the Silver Thorn, and it's an exciting fantasy story that does praise individuality, kindness, friendship, honor, and courage. A beautiful little story. Where can we pick uh, up a copy? Um, I, it's on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Good. And I know we talked earlier about a website, but you are, it's kind it's of under construction. construction. I love mm -hmm. that. Uh, any social media platforms that we can... Yes, I think the best way to contact me is through LinkedIn, and my last name is spelled R-E-I-N. Um, also, I'm on Facebook, and so you can find me under Rhonda Ryan on Facebook. I love it. Um, you know, I, I think that this is, reading it, it's it's so much fun. I, I 
personally, I like to read children's books. I gain so much from children's book because uh, I remember the love that I had reading, well, you know, growing up and that sort of thing. And it's just so fun to be able to take, you know, take yourself out of that adult world and into, you know, this fun place where, where it's fairly safe and you're learning lessons and that sort of thing. That's true. So I, I think even though it's intended for a younger reader, I think adults can enjoy it too. I do too. Yeah. With this book, I know um, I have asked about, you know, maybe for tr- f- further uh, writing about it. Do you see it maybe as an animated sort of story? I could. Down the road? Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love for it to be animated. I love that. Yeah, I think um, it just really lends itself because it's so visual. Uh, you know, I want to mention that uh, Ron also spent several, several years working in the education department at the Nelson Atkins Museum. What, what years were you there? Um, I was there probably from 2017 mm. until 2020 mm. when COVID hit. Oh, gosh. And we were doing, I, I worked with the kids' programs in education. Mm. And so they do terrific art classes there Don't for that. They? So, um, and right now, this semester, I'm working at the Nerman um, Museum of Contemporary Art as a para for their kids' programming. Oh, that's another um, great Just program. for this semester, I'm filling yeah. in for somebody. But, um, yeah, I loved working at the Nelson. and You know, I, I spent 15 years there in, in the education department, and but that was way before you. I think uh, after I graduated from the Art Institute, I went there and about a year afterwards, and then... Uh, state until they uh, kind of booted us out to to build a new Ford Learning Center. Oh yeah, that's where I worked. <laughs> there in the you Ford go. Learning Center. <laughs> but I tell you what, I think you're right about about the artwork that that comes out of that. I mean, uh, not only is the artwork incredible from from the children, but they also have adult classes too. Which, they do. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I, I remember teaching a class on Fridays for adults, people that were paralegals and lawyers and all that just kind of wanted to break. I think Art, art helps that way. It's a great release, right? right? And going into looking at it, to look at it is too. Yeah, and I think, I think there's an artist in all of us, whether it's, uh, you know, writing or mm-hmm. visual. Did you want to read a little ex- excerpt from your book? I know it, um, it's I sitting will. there face down. So yeah, just if you would before yeah, we let's see move here. on. Yeah. This is chapter six. Um, they are in uh, the distant civilization called the Island of Cork. It didn't take long for Gorge to find the transport cloud that would take them to Cork. Camille shuddered when she saw it was shaped like a snake. It was long and lowly and appeared to slither as it moved. I can't get in that thing, she grumbled. Of all the shapes for our transport cloud to be, why does it have to be a snake? Because that's the state of the island there, Gorge answered, frowning. It can change daily, but right now, that's what's going on in Cork. Lots of snakes do the recent rains, you know. It could also have something to do with that smarmy, self-proclaimed leader. He's as snaky as they come. Let's go, Camille, Lila said, taking her arm. Just face your fear and remember, this is not a real snake. It's only a transport cloud. Okay, I'll do it. They leaped into their slithering ride at the same time, and Camille looked back at the castle before their departure. She hoped she'd see it again with the silver thorn in her hand. She looked around nervously. It must be evening by now, she thought. Her father would be upset. You know, 
Wonderful book. Wonderful book. Amazon.com is where you can find it. Camille Gandia and the Silver Thorn. Thank you so much, Rhonda, Ryan, for joining us today. And thank you for, again, reaching out to KKFI because, um, you know, we want to share everyone's voices in the community and uh this was wonderful to to hear you and to meet you in person thank you and gorge is a character he has a a a new language and so that's why there was a little bit of a different language there with him he's a very interesting character in the book very good thank you and, and again congratulations on the moonbeams children's book awards uh yeah congratulations for that first place uh gaining the gold Metal. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Come back at any time. I'd love to. Terrific. Hey, we're going to be right back with Art Speak Radio right after this. Hi, I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two, two takes of a movie currently playing in theaters or streaming. Tar is a dramatic study of fictional conductor Lydia Tar. Kate Blanchett plays Lydia, a female conductor who was approaching world renown but fell from her perch. Why? Because of several scandals she caused. This is a long film. Russ, she pulls out all the stops to bring this complicated person to life. She even learned German. I guess she's going to get an Oscar nomination. For sure. Uh, Once again, Kate Blanchett demonstrates why she's one of the greatest actors of her generation. Her performance in Tar is a towering masterclass. The fact that Tar works as well as it does is due to her complete embodiment of the role, and it's hard to imagine many other actresses who could have pulled it off. But the plot, with its number of other characters involved, gets too many storylines going. But that's my only negative to say. The positive is it's an incredible performance by Blanchett. Tar is only the third film since 2001 from acclaimed writer-director Todd Field. It's easy to see why. The intricate detail in the script and execution obviously took tremendous thought and planning. Now that's the upside. The downside is that this film is long and a bit of a slog. Plus, its main character is unlikable. She's a fiercely egotistical conductor who, despite her superior intellect, demonstrates emotional immaturity as she messes up one relationship after another. Classical music fans and music students will appreciate this film, and anyone appreciating superb acting. That's it in a nutshell. Blanchett carries the day. Tar may not be a film to be liked, but it's certainly one to be admired. I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two. I'm (laughs) Art... I'm Maria Pascas Boyd. I'm not Art Speak Radio. Well, I guess I really am on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Thanks for joining us today or listening to us online, kkfi.org. Yeah, we're happy to have you aboard. You know, my next guest, I have to, I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you. Clover Bay, I met her at a coffee shop this morning. Uh, I, She was sitting there knitting and just really lovely and, and, and all, and I just made a comment to her again you know, happy to see you knitting. And, you know, just I love that, that people are using coffee shops just for much more than sitting and and enjoying a beverage. So we had this conversation a little bit while I was waiting for my uh, my order. And 
Clover's telling me about this project that she's working on, and she'll tell you about it in just a minute. But she's with the Wyco Mutual Aid, Kansas City, Kansas, the Community Health Council of Wyandotte County. But this project is very timely, which is why I invited her on the show today. She's knitting, 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 and welcome, Clover Bay. Hi there. Oh, look at you. Come closer to the mic. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, so tell us what you're what your goal is with all the knitting that's taking place so i work with a program called r spot kc which is a youth lgbtq plus homeless shelter in the area and i would like to make them christmas gifts this year so i started helping handiwork which is a crochet club that meets every Tuesday at the Leavenworth Public Library from 3 to 4.30 p.m. And we are collecting donations to give to houseless members of our community for Christmas. Once I heard that, and I knew it was sort of a, a timely basis, I said, all right, let's get the word out. Because uh, although I'm, I'm through uh, December and part of January, I said, come on, come on the show with me and, and share what you're doing. Um, so, you know, she also brought her, her knitting along and wanting to get people uh, really involved in this project, right? Yeah, I would love to see community involvement in this project and especially youth involvement. I think that getting youth involved and teaching them a skill that can really be applied in many different areas of life. You can make yourself clothes that fit you and are cost effective and or you can make gifts for the houseless community. Like there's so many things that you yeah. can apply this skill to in life that I think would be really beneficial for members of our community to learn. Also, I, I know that uh, with the yarn that you were using, it it's recycled, so you can find you know yarn. It's very accessible in terms of finding it at thrift stores or different organizations like Scraps KC or you know your friend. Ah, oh, I just this wasn't for me, so uh, I'm going to hand off you know this this yarn to you and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, most importantly, I, I think it's the mission is that, you know, you're wanting wanting to uh, offer not only this instruction how to knit, but also here's here's the the reward is this beautiful knitted cap. Um, again, uh, Wyco Mutual Aid KC, Community Health Council of Wyandotte County that you're working for. Uh, share any sort of social media with us, if you would. So you can find both the Community Health Council of Wyandotte County and Wyco Mutual Aid on Facebook. And if you go to rspotkc.org, there is a donate tab that you can access. And there we're looking for sponsors for um, members of our shelter. Um, so yeah, those are our social medias. Now, how long have you been knitting yourself, Clover? So when I was in the fifth grade, I went to a Waldorf school and they actually taught me how to knit as part of my curriculum for two years. And I ended up a little bit behind in math, but I knew how to do this incredible skill. And it yeah. really, I've applied it to a lot of different ways in my life over the years. And it's really exciting to me. Now, I know you won't have an exact count, but I'm just really curious, Ballpark, how many caps have you knitted? Oh, uh over the years, a, 
a million scarves and a million hats I've made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, specifically for this project, we've collected uh, nine donations. Well, as of today, 10 donations out of our 18 for our December goal. And past that, we'll start collecting other donations that are a little bit more broad. So the website ourspotkc.org mm-hmm. donate adopt for the holidays you'll find more information or um yeah find find out more about that and yeah this is this is really a, a wonderful project i think and it's taken off hasn't it because i think uh, people kind of want to get involved in some ways that are maybe not um, necessarily monetary or you know working here or there but something that they can do in their homes and then donate and, and distribute these these hats how are they distributed um, so the donations that we're collecting right now I will be distributing personally to the um, members of our spot and then after that I'm hoping to you know bring either to parks or to shelters that need donations, just contacting community members and seeing where these would be best sent. So I don't, I don't want to say that our donations always specifically go to a specific shelter okay. or they go where the need is. I see, I see. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's terrific. Um, is there anything that, that you, that you need, do you need more yarn at this time or what, are, what donations are you seeking to, to move along this project? So both donations of yarn, crochet hooks, knitting needles, like crafting supplies, mm-hmm. or if you just crochet for fun and you have way too many hats, um, you can always donate any of those um, to our cause and we will take them. And even if, like, I they will be put to good use. Oh, they good. will be put to good use regardless. And Clover, beyond the holidays, this is, I mean, this isn't just a one one hit wonder. I mean, after the holidays, you'll continue to, to knit? Yes, indeed. Okay. I will, I'm hoping to keep this going on. I only have scheduled meetings through January, um, but I, I'm hoping to keep it up and to keep growing this project and to just bring a lot of good to our community. Even though it's so small right now, we've already done so Mm -hmm. much, and Mm -hmm. I feel like we can get a lot bigger with a lot more help. Um, And if you have yarn to donate or uh, clothing articles to donate that you've made, um, my email is cloverbay, B as in boy, A-Y, 333 at gmail.com, and that is the best way to get in contact with specifically club comings and goings yeah just a fortuitous uh meeting in the coffee shop uh thank you clover bay for for what you're doing you have a heart of gold you truly do uh, on you know we've had a conversation about that early on you, you learned lessons of helping others through your mother and uh, we thank her for that too indeed thank you so much for your time today absolutely come back always all right we're going to be right back after this Are you a jazz lover? Or maybe you don't know where to start. Either way, KKFI is your home for a curated introduction and a deep dive into the best classic and modern jazz. Tune in every weekday, 1 to 3 p.m. for Jazz Afternoon, hosted by knowledgeable and active members of the jazz community. 
That's Jazz Afternoon, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. on 90.1 FM and kkfi.org. A little, little bit of sting for you this afternoon. Por su amor. Sting, one of my brother's favorite singers, performers, musicians. Oh, look. Speaking of singers, performers, musicians. <laughs> we have the lovely, delightful Sean Stewart. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, I just never get enough of Sean Stewart. Wow, you're the only one. Well, <laughs> I beg to differ. That's next not to, true. Next to him is John Todd, the radio god, our beloved John mm-hmm. Todd, the radio god, who's on Sundays. 8 to 10 p.m., yes, correct. Yeah, under the radar. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and to my... Actually, two of my very favorite people are here. Um, Sean Stewart is a singer, songwriter, musician, and community activist, I should add, too. And so he wanted to join us today. And I said, mm, yeah, okay. Maybe. <laughs> okay. And John Todd, we just can never get enough of John Todd. So he's here today. Um, you know, we're all going to go have lunch. So, yeah, welcome, guys. What's new with you, Sean? So you mentioned the activism. I hadn't planned on talking about this, but... Something something wonderful happened last week. What's that? Uh, so a couple of us, a few of us, had been working towards getting Overland Park to adopt uh, online police transparency. For two of us, for two and a half years, and one of us, Sheila Albers, for about three and a half, four years, um, they did that last week. They put all of their policing stats online. Okay. They're all now out there for all to see. Such a huge step. May not sound big, but mm. it's it's huge because once over in the park does it we feel like we're going to have a much easier time convincing other municipalities to follow suit and then we can have some police transparency which everybody wins with that right so yeah i I know you're you're very very active and this has been quite a ride for you with uh well for all of us should i say with politics with all kinds of things going like and that in your in your work though in your music Mm-hmm. What, what's happening there? Uh, I've tabled everything. I'm, I'm doing some stuff with the Critters. Um, 
for now, and I've I've tabled all releases. I didn't. I've got two albums ready. <laughs> um, the one I was supposed to release this year, and the one next year. Um, I'm gonna sound like a big whiny baby, and that's good because that's accurate. But um, <laughs> but, but um, uh, I just kind of I, I wasn't enjoying the releases anymore because uh, I had too many expectations. Mm-hmm. In January, I released what's been my last thing, you know, as Sean M. Stewart, and it did really well online. And then I started to get too ex, I guess, have too many expectations for you know what that should mean for other people I was sending it to. And it's, it's not fair to them. It's not fair for me to be thinking about it. So I'm going to wait until I can have a better attitude about releasing music and then I'll release music again. You better change that attitude, young oh, man. I'm working on it. Yeah. You know, I, I get that. I, I hear you. I think a lot of creative people um, would share that sentiment. Probably we're not supposed to admit it, but I'm too yeah. old. I'm too old to hide this stuff. I, I've, <laughs> I've owned my shadow. You get yeah, the good and the bad yeah. with me, and that's, yeah. that's the bad. I'm a temperamental yeah. artist, and I can be whiny and yeah. pouty. So, and so can John Todd. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, and you guys have been friends for a long time yes. because not only, um, as I mentioned, uh, John Todd own, uh, has the radio program under the radar, but he's also a musician himself, and so you you really do connect. In, in so many ways as as musicians fellow musicians yes yeah. yes you can understand where you're coming from you know and and you're not the only musician who said that and the musicians yeah. have said i've been working on this music for the last year and now i finally got it released but i'm already working on new music and i'm you know yeah. so there's you, you know it's what we see versus where you're coming from yeah. and where you're at with it. So, but we, we don't but see gonna, you as whiny. Yeah, and we're, we're going to be looking forward <laughs> to this music when it does come out. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and also, to that, I think when you release something, it's not just the, the song. I mean, it's it's a big production with Sean Stewart, you know? It, it I, I mean, it really is. And that's the hard part, I think, for all of us that I'm sure John's talking about that he can relate to, and you probably can too because you're a wonderful artist. Um, oh, please. When we do it, sometimes we have expectations of how people yeah. are supposed to receive it, and I just need to manage that more. I need yeah. to just be able to release the things. I'm still writing. It's not stopped at all. Sure. But I can write it and enjoy it and have fun with it, but I need to not worry about what happens after that because if we create intrinsic art, our part's done. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it was accepted yeah. in sync. Doesn't matter if it was the song of the year. Doesn't matter if it's top ten, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it matters that we did the art as we were supposed to and stayed true to it. Mm-hmm. And I've got to just get back to that spot. Right, I love right. that. I love that. So you're, you've continued to write in, in all of this. Yeah, oh good, yes. Good. Never stops. Good. Very good. You know, if you just tuned in, I'm talking to our beloved. Sean Stewart, singer, songwriter, community activist, and John Todd, our radio god here at KKFI mm-hmm. Under the Radar. So we're happy to have you both because, yeah, <laughs> because you're just two wonderful, kind souls. Mm-hmm. What? Can I take over for a minute? Oh, sure. Okay, now th- this was not Maria's idea, so everybody doesn't get the idea that she's okay. going to be self-serving, <laughs> but right. because I know that's not her idea and she wouldn't do it, right. and this book that she released this year was so right. darn good, Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm going to give it some air. So, okay. Oh, Lordy. So am I cutting? What, Ch- Todd, you got stuff you got to say? Am I cutting into this? No, no. Okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay. You free. Okay, okay. <laughs> So Maria Vasquez Boyd is the author of a book that came out in 2022 called The Weight of Recognition. And, you know, I, I got it from her because I thought I'd support a friend, right? And she's always been nice to me. And, and truly, I've had her over. She's a friend, too. Yeah. 
So um, I thought I'm, I'm going to read it, you know, and you know, you never know, it, it could suck, but you know, I'm going to try to say some <laughs> nice things, like you know, it had a nice cover. Um, I like the way you use conjunctions, you know. I don't know, I was going to try to make up nice things to say, but turns out this is a knockout book of poetry. Thank you, thank you. And so. I have a couple questions for you. First, yes. is this your first book of poetry? You know, no. Yes and no. Um, okay. it, it's my first chat book. I, I was with the Latino Writers Collective as a founding member, and so we released an uh, anthology of poetry and an anthology of short stories, and that was good. And then we actually had a Spanish poetry anthology that was released. So, yeah, and feel free to, to write a song with any of my lyrics. That would be great. <laughs> we will write together sometimes. That it. would Let's be fun. Do it. Okay, I got more, and you stopped me when I got to stop, but I, I'll keep going. I noticed in the poem Weather Light, and you probably mm -hmm. remember that one as the author, uh, the stanza that went like this, desire, 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 trapped by the weight of gravity. I couldn't help but wonder, was that tied to the title, which is the weight of recognition? Yes. Okay. Next question. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. That's what I thought. But would you tell me how, or is it too personal? Well, you know, and, and I really want to be talking to you, but, you know, the, the weight of recognition, sometimes, you know, when we recognize something that's not so pretty in someone, there's a weight. Oh, I recognize that his heart is really, you know, not, a, he's not, a, doesn't have a good heart. But I recognize that in him. But I also recognize it in me, and boy, that is a huge weight to to bear, right? Wow! Don't you think? Uh, it's huge. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not really that. I'm not looking for the worst in people or the bad in people. But when I recognize it, I I sort of see, ooh, I have to ask myself internally, or I see that, uh, you know, exhibited in my actions or or words. So yeah, that's it. Thank it's you heavy. for sharing that. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I was very curious. Yeah. Okay. So how would that chord go? How would you, would you play that? Hey, Maria, it's a Why? secret chord, so I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah. Right? <laughs> I love that. I got two more. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I fell in love with uh, In 10,000 Lies, mm. okay, which is a uh, poem. These are all alphabetically arranged, by the way. Only, I love <laughs> You know, only because I was too lazy to go, okay, that one goes next. And I just sent it into the publisher that way. And I said, should I change it? Nah, I don't care. It's you lovely. Yeah. I love it. And the OCD in me freaking loves this because I can find my poems right away, right? So In 10,000 Lies, though, <clears throat> I fell in love with this line. Pragmatic men, motionless prefer sickness to health right oh no i that means so much to me can i ask what it means to you no i want to hear what it means from you <laughs> okay. I'm, no, I'm very no, curious no, no. it's her very show curious. it's her show <laughs> that's so, my show sean Stewart. <laughs> so as an activist uh -huh. um i get super frustrated and this won't be a surprise to anybody who follows me on social media because I, I i wear it on my sleeve yeah. I get frustrated, and especially with a lot of us artists who want, want to sing songs about issues but aren't really getting involved. Um, and I'm like, guys, this is not a luxury we have anymore to sit back and be the pragmatic person who doesn't want to rock the boat or take a yeah. chance. This is time where everybody's got to be all in, you know, in our country and in humanity in general. It's just uh, it's a uh, volatile time. So, But see, uh, see, I've recognized that and other people, and it's like, Oh dang, I'm that way with some particular you know event or uh, you know whatever. Um, so yeah, you, you 
you nailed it. You get me, Sean Stewart. No, it's true. You know, it's like rather than react or respond or anything, I'm just gonna, I'm just not, and I'm gonna sit. And it's frustrating, and it and it makes me angry, and it makes me angry at myself sometimes too, right? Well, you made me think about me now, so it's it's so now it's like I'm wondering like what could I be doing more when yeah. I'm when I'm worrying about what other people aren't yeah. doing. So yeah. good good thought. Well, I think you knit. You take up you know knitting needles and recycled yarn, and and you knit. I need to think about that. <laughs> I'm telling. My last question is this: Are you going to be reading this and officially? Did you already release it and I just missed it? Yes. Um, no, uh, actually, actually, it came out in September, and and you know it was. Let me preface this uh, a little bit more. In the spring, Sharon Eicher from uh, with Jumpstart Art said, "Hey, we want to publish some of your poems." I'm like, "Yay! Okay, yay!" Um, because I'm too lazy to do it myself. So, Jumpstart Art they uh, printed these these books, uh, edited by Spartan Press, Jason Reberg, and all, and and you know with the premise of, you know, now you can go and read and sell your books. So I was contacted by Brandon Whitehead uh, a couple of months ago and said, hey, I would love for you just to read your work at Swordfish Tom's, the Speakeasy Poets. And so John Todd was there. It was it took place Sunday. Um, I was really not sure if Mr. Boyd was going to join me, and he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great place. Speak, wow. uh, yeah, Swordfish Toms. It's on 18th Street. 18th Terrace, I believe. It's an old boiler. Yeah, factory. it's really cool. Really? Yeah. yeah. So kind of, kind well, of, I have to go there. It's quite, quite yeah, because it, it's very dark and it looks like um, something out of a different era. Not only because they have this huge boiler that's me. never going to be removed, but it reminds yeah. me of the pubs in Scotland because they had a they had a fire kind of like a fireplace, you know, and it was still brick building kind of thing, and it was kind of in the ground, you know, kind of. Yeah, and then they have those Edison bulbs that are really kind of beautiful yeah. and vintage, and, and the coloring of the light is, is uh, ambient and, and, and dark, kind of amber. But uh, the mixologist, Jill, which I, I forget her last name, um, you know, just a, really a, a crafts person when it comes to making cocktails and mm-hmm. drinks and that sort of thing. But anyway, that happened on Sunday, um, right as the Chiefs were playing. Oh. Uh, but, but. You know, I had a good turnout, and uh, uh, Nettie Powers also joined me uh, reading reading work. The Chiefs—they got their competition. To, you know, they got to deal with it. You know, they got to deal with it. They got me on Sunday nights too. You know, so. But but it was really good. So Sean, yeah, I should have brought the a ukulele in for you to. Do you tinker around with that at all? Um, so my fiance just got. A ukulele. I love her. Shout out to Julie. We love oh, Julie. Thank you. Yeah, Julie's pretty amazing. Um, She just got a ukulele, and we're learning just the most basic chords. So yeah, no three. You've got every song down. That's what I'm saying. I could sing wild. You too. Yeah. I I have a YouTube channel where I sing ukulele. Oh hey. Ah, Nice. See. Well, we know that now. You got the wrong person. Then you're asking Uh, for the Clover Bay. Yeah, very talented. So you're learning songs together are you harmonizing singing together we do sing together sometimes we've not had as much time lately um things have been really busy in prairie village and overland park and now the warming shelters have started um and uh just we've just been a little too busy to sit back but looking forward to the holidays when we have more time to yeah be around and do that 
Well, you know, I'll have to invite John Todd over and Sean and Julian and a few other people, Clover, and, and a few other people come over and, you know, play pool with Mr. Boyd and, you know. I would love it. Play ukulele. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. Is there anything that that you want to share with our listeners in terms of your music, your social uh, platform medias that they can find you at? and? SoundCloud, oh well, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. P- please go to please go to SoundCloud. I try not to support Spotify, um, but um, go to SoundCloud and it's Sean M. Stewart. Sean M. is in Mary, although that's not my name, Stewart. Um, and um, that's where you can find me is on SoundCloud. Um, follow me, please. Join the people who are following me, and I can kind of keep you apprised there or on Facebook, um, Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram yeah. as well. And um, can I talk just briefly, though, about we're doing a benefit. Please, uh, okay. yes, yes, so, yes, yes, so yes. Reverend Randy Fickey is, is running the warming shelter again this year, second year in a row. And he asked me if I could put together a, a benefit concert. And this is critical because last year we really ran out of supplies by oh mid-late January. Wow, um, yeah. People come in there every night and they need socks, they need dry, warm socks. They need um, uh, always hats, gloves, and we were out of those things. It was such a bummer mm. to be able to have to mm-hmm. tell people, mm-hmm. no, sorry, you're going back out in the cold and you've got no hat or gloves, just the basic things. Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to raise a little bit of money for that just to make sure that we can uh, offset what they're dealing with there. And Steve Tulipana, oh, um, love Steve. It, oh God, is giving us uh, the 27th of December. Okay. I think at Record Bar, but if we... It may be at, at the, you know, his other place, but I think it's at mm, Record Bar mm, itself. Okay. Um, but one of those two venues uh, on the 27th, we're going to have a benefit show. Um, and um, I can't say yet who else is going to be on because okay. we just decided mm. yesterday we're going to do this. But um, wow. it'll be the Critters for sure, the okay. band that I manage. Okay. And we're looking at two other bigger headline bands. Okay. So 27th, mark the date. Beautiful. And so with that, would it be helpful if – are you, let me back up. Are you asking for, will you have a box for people to put hats in or gloves or anything or, or no? We were looking more for probably just cash donations. Okay. So we could okay. But, but okay. you know, I mean, we could certainly put out a box that night yeah. if everybody wanted to bring things yeah. when they came in person. But I wanted there to be some way they could donate if they can't make it because holidays are busy. Yeah. And I thought maybe yeah. I could make them feel guilty because they can't make it and they would just give right. cash in lieu. Oh, hey. Of attendance. Is- so, cash? Yeah, that works. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So again, December twenty seventh, uh, the date or the uh, location to be announced. Record bar, I believe. Record bar, okay, because that would hold more. It would people. Right? So I think I think that's the one we're getting, but uh, it'll be either that or mini bar. So what day of the week is that? I think it's a Tuesday. It's yeah. a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Okay. Yeah. Christmas okay. is Sunday, so. So that will probably be on their website fairly soon. Yes. Okay. So yes. record bar, Google it. Find Google it. it. Yeah. yeah. Follow Sean M. Stewart, and I'll tell you the details in there. Or the and, critters. And again, it's to benefit. This is to benefit the people who go to the warming centers, okay. uh, the Scott Ike Warming Center. Two years ago, a, a young man died of uh, yeah. uh, of just the elements, um, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure it doesn't happen again. So the past three years, uh, we've uh, hosted. Randy has been the lead the last two years, but different people have hosted these warming centers to give people an option. Very so. good, very good. Any final words other than that, Sean Stewart? Not here, John. What about John Todd, the radio god? What do you gotta say? Um, 
Well, I want to thank you for taking the time and allowing me to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a break this week, but following up the next week on Under the Radar on the 18th, that Sunday, we're having a holiday show. So we're having quite a variety of people on the show. We're having... Yeah, tell yes. us. Tell so us. we're having Nora, Bell, and... We're, if all goes as planned, we're having Nora and Georgia, who are Chris Bruder's daughter and Michael and Amanda Payne's daughter. They have a duo. And then we're going to get Teresa from Pamper the Madman, the Utilitarians, to tap on the show. And we're going to have Katerina J and Tim Jenkins, as well as Julia Reynolds. And I believe we're going to have Lee Walter Redding. And don't for, hopefully I'm not forgetting everybody. So, But that's the idea. It's going to be a holiday show. We just kind of want to kind of, you know, have people tune in and, and participate and just we want everybody to be involved you know? we will so, we will so. oh terrific that sounds great so. i want to thank you for joining us and thank you sean stewart thank you. for joining us uh be back soon right yes yes terrific with you with the ukulele yes yeah <laughs> come on do it all right hey i also want to say thank you to rhonda ryan alan winkler karen williams clover bay uh, happy to have you all aboard, Sean Stewart and John Todd, the radio god. Next week, we're into uh, the 14th of December. We have Jerry Rapp on the show, also Elise Gagliani and Sherry Lee. Uh, yeah, they'll join us. Stay tuned next for Jazz Afternoon. I'm not sure if, if Jeff is in or if I saw Barry Lee, if he's going to sit in for uh, uh, Jeff. But uh, at any rate, one to three, Jeff. Harshbarger Jazz Afternoon, one, three to six, Old G's Hangout, and six to seven, Ebony's Bones. Hey, you don't need to go anywhere. Stick around on KKFI. And I want to say thank you for listening today, and honey, I'm coming home.